This is AgriPulse Drive Time brought to you by NCIS, the National Crop Insurance Services. America's crop insurance agencies provide individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland. Good Thursday afternoon. I'm Spencer Chase. The Trump administration's update to the North American Free Trade Agreement will face some obstacles in the Democrat-controlled House next year. The likely next Speaker of the House, Nancy Pelosi of California, met with U.S. Trade Representative Robert Lighthizer today. Prior to the meeting, she told Capitol Hill reporters of some misgivings she has with the agreement. It has good features to it, but they don't matter at all if you don't have enforcement. So enforcement in terms of the labor provisions, enforcement in terms of the environmental provisions. I think he full well understands that. That's our conversation. She says House Democrats will need to see action on labor standards from Mexico. Mexico is supposed to pass a bill that would address the uh, wages and working conditions of Mexican workers. Uh, we're not there to exploit workers in Mexico or exploit workers in the United States or in Canada. So again, that, that uh, uh, passage of the bill is fundamental uh, to our going forward with that, and that hasn't happened yet. Pelosi also offered some brief commentary on the pending Farm Bill legislation, saying things so far look good. As we were leaving the service yesterday, I was pleased to hear what Senator Roberts and Senator Stabenow have to say about that, so we're hoping that that can be passed maybe next week. We'll see. House and Senate leaders are expected to release the conference report for the Farm Bill next week. With House passed work requirement language reportedly not included in the bill, House Democrats will likely have to deliver more votes to pass the bill. Speaking of the Farm Bill, a Department of Agriculture official is confident the farm programs in the legislation can be implemented efficiently. AgriPulse's Ben Nully has more. Several key factors must be in place for a smooth transition to implementing a new Farm Bill. They are time, money, and manpower. USDA Undersecretary for Farm Production and Conservation Bill Northey says he doesn't anticipate any temporary hires. I think if we're able to continue to fill the vacancies that we had, uh, we're going to be staffed up enough, but there's going to be some need for some extra expenses and wherever, and typically there's a few dollars that come along with the farm bill for implementation. I've heard various versions of whether it's there or how much it's there. We'll have to see what that's like at the end of the day, but we will do what it takes to be able to get it up and get it out to offices and be able to communicate it, those provisions out to producers as well. He says the new farm bill will be manageable with only a few minor changes. It, it really sounds like very few changes in the crop insurance area. Uh, so we have crop insurance sign up for a lot of spring crops. Uh, that's March 15th and I, I see no reason that won't all come about and very few changes That'll be there. Northey also anticipates changes to conservation. It just depends on what type of program they're administering. For AgriPulse, I'm Ben Nully. Northey says he doesn't want to put any kind of deadline on implementation until given a chance to do a thorough review of the new farm bill. USDA is finalizing some changes to the school lunch program. In a Federal Register notice expected out next week, USDA will provide the option to offer flavored low-fat milk, require half of the weekly grains in school lunches and breakfasts be whole grain rich, and provide more time for schools to reduce sodium levels in meals. In a statement, Ag Secretary Sonny Perdue says the common sense changes ensure schools can meet the needs of their students. School Nutrition Association President Gay Anderson says the final rule strikes a healthy balance. For more on the changes, check out the story on agripulse.com. Finally today, the Trump administration says they have a new $80 million market for U.S. beef. 
Lighthizer in Purdue announced this afternoon the opening of Morocco for U.S. beef. According to USTR, ag exports to Morocco exceeded $512 million as of November 2018, and Morocco had prohibited imports of U.S. beef. Now, here's a word from our sponsor. Today's AgriPulse Drive Time is brought to you by America's Crop Insurance Industry, which is thankful for the continued support of farmers, commodity organizations, rural businesses, lenders, and lawmakers who are fighting to maintain a strong farm safety net. Providing individualized protection on more than 311 million acres of farmland, crop insurance remains the smartest, most efficient way to secure America's food, fiber, and fuel supply. That's all for today's Drive Time. For more agriculture, trade, environment, and regulatory news, visit agripulse.com. Reporting in Washington, I'm Spencer Chase.